Today we have come to the final part of the series we've been doing and that's on the power of praise and worship. Amen. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. No matter what we go through in life, the instruction and command that God has given us through His Word is that to give thanks in every moment, because when we give thanks, we know we will see the atmosphere and the glory of heaven moving in our situation in Jesus' mighty name. We see in Psalm 66, verses 1 to 3 all of us read together make a joyful noise unto God all ye lands sing forth the honor of his name make his praise glorious say unto God how terrible art thou in thy works through the greatness of thy power shall thine enemies submit themselves unto thee what a beautiful promise it has given us in the word of God that says uh, when we praise and when we worship God uh, every power of the enemy will be shattered in the name of Jesus Christ uh, the next time you are faced with an enemy don't talk about your enemy don't magnify your enemy but begin to praise and worship uh, your king of kings and the lord of lords uh, come on somebody because when you praise God the bible says uh, your enemies will be shattered uh, it didn't say scared but they said that they will be shattered in the name of Jesus Christ. The moment you begin to praise, the moment you begin to worship, the moment you begin to give God all the glory that is due to his name, the more you will see God and the lesser you will see your enemy. Let me say that again. The more you will see the promises of your God and the lesser you will see the power of your enemy because there is something about praise that moves God to step down from the throne and to step into your situation. And when God steps in, my friend, you are stepping out with a testimony. You are stepping out with a miracle in the name of Jesus Christ. Remember this FGAG. In the kingdom, gratitude determines altitude. Hallelujah. Let me say that again. Gratitude determines altitude. The moment you begin to praise God, get ready. You are going to another level in the name of Jesus. The moment you praise God, you are moving into another dimension in the name of Jesus. You, you won't see your problem. Your problem will be there. But when you begin to praise God, you begin to see from heaven's perspective. When you see from heaven's perspective, you begin to decree and declare out of that place in the name of Jesus Christ. Look at what Habakkuk 3, 17 to 19 says. Everyone read together with me. One, two, three. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines. The laborer of the the labor of the olive shall fail and the fields shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold and there shall be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength and he will make my feet like hind's feet and he will make me to walk upon high places 
Jesus in the name of Jesus. Let me say this. The quickest way to get out of every pit is to raise your hands and worship God. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter. You're there right now. But the quickest way to step out from the pit is to raise your praise in the name of Jesus. Because when your praise goes up, get ready. You also are coming out from the pit in the name of Jesus. Am I speaking to somebody this morning? I said you are coming out. The more you begin to praise God, God will raise you out of every situation in the name of Jesus Christ. I love, I love my daughter, Gianna. Gianna, so I think she's here. Is she here? Bring her. Gianna is precious to me. Daddy's girl. But I, my dad will argue to that and he'll say, no, 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 it's Tata's girl. But I say, it's daddy's girl. I love Gianna so much because whenever I go home and when I, here she is, my little princess. Come. I love her so much because when I go home and when I turn that key to enter my house, there is always excitement from one person, and that's Gianna. She'll say, Dada, and she'll come running. And I love that. I love the excitement. But then there are many times when I'm so tired, would have finished work, and I, I come home, I'm just lying down. But then Gianna comes up and she has her hand raised up. And she says, Dada. In other words, I can tell. She's saying, Oh, Dad, please pick me up. I missed you the whole of today. I need some loving from my dad. When I see her, even in my tiredness, even in my weakness, I'm not, I don't look at it anymore. Now my whole concern is Gianna. And the moment I pick her up, she is so excited. She is smiling. She is happy. And I also feel so happy. The point that I'm making is, when you go to God, if an earthly father, in my own weakness, when I see my daughter lifting her hands, I go down and I pick her up. If I can do that, an earthly father, how much more your heavenly father, when you are stuck in something, and the moment you lift your hands, your heavenly father, he doesn't keep quiet but he steps in to raise you out from that situation to pick you up from that situation I'm here to tell you this morning that our God is a good God his goodness and his mercy will follow me all the days of my life even though things are not going well it doesn't matter because I know this powerful principle that the moment I raise my hands and I praise my God I I will see victory. I will see breakthrough. I will see the deliverance of the Almighty God in the name of Jesus Christ. Can somebody give my God some praise in this place? Quickly, look at what John 4.23, I already gave you revelation from this, but there is so much more. It says... Everyone read together. One, two, three. But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship Him. God is a spirit, 
and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now, everybody say worship. Now, media, don't put this on the screen. But everyone, look at me. This word worship, back in those days, I have to cut so much of my notes just to explain. Back in those days, what they would do is, when these people, the Egyptians, went to their God, when they go up to their God, they will do something very interesting, all right? Everyone watch me, please. They will go up to their God, and they will blow the air from their nostrils on the idol. So they would do. They are blowing on the idol. By doing that, they are saying, the very breath that I have, I'm giving it back to you in worship. The very breath that I breathe is because of you. And now to honor you, they blow on the idol. Now years past, this word worship came to symbolize an air kiss. Somebody say air kiss. Some of you are asking, what is this air kiss? An air kiss is a flying kiss. You blow to somebody. I always laugh because many times when you tell Indian parents, give flying kiss to each other, even though they are married. They'll always be really shy. No one likes to do it. But I like to do it with Gianna. Because I'll say, Gianna, Gianna, I love you. She gives me a flying kiss that shows how much she loves me. Now, this is the same way with God. When you worship God, it is like you are giving God a flying kiss to him and you're telling him, the very breath that I breathe is because of you. The reason why I lift my hands, the reason I am here in this earth is because of you. That is why when you lift your hands, that shows your inward expression towards God. But then it doesn't end there. See, I'm speaking, many of you, when you come to church, you're still standing here with your arm down, with your hands down, and you're forgetting the power that is available to you when you lift your hands and you worship God. Because how you show on the outside with hands lifted up, and many of you who don't, it shows that you don't value what he has done for you on the inside. It's an expression from your heart. Because what happens is, now watch me everyone, worship him in spirit and in truth. Because the word truth means, uh, Sagar represents you. We need more space. Come here. Sagar represents you and Ashwin represents God. Because there is something powerful that happens. He that worships him, worship him in spirit and in truth. The moment you lift your hands towards God and you're saying, God, I love you so much. Remember, Christianity is a two-way religion. It's not only one way. Many people in other religions, when they speak, they don't expect their God to speak back. Otherwise, if their God speaks, it's judgment over them. But for us, when we speak, our God will speak back to us. When we do something, he responds. Because why? He is a God of intimacy. Remember that. 
So the next time when you are worshipping him in spirit and in truth, this is what happens. The word truth means to tightly bound together. Saga represents you. Ashwin represents God. Because this is powerful. The moment you begin to praise and worship God, something supernatural is happening for you. In other words, the moment you tell him, God, I love you so much. God, I thank you. God, here I am to give you all the glory and honor. He doesn't stay quiet with your worship. He steps in and he tightly binds you with his presence. So that now, let me ask you this. Many times you have walked in into church, heavy burden, you fought with your wife, you, you, you spoke so badly on your kids, or you walk into church itself feeling so distraught and so many burdens. But the moment you walk in, you lift your hands and you begin to pray. Suddenly what happens? You start crying. What happens? You feel light. What happens? You feel like a burden is lifted off. The moment service finishes, you walk out and the first thing out of your mouth to your family is, I'm sorry for what I said. Because what happened? God stepped on the scene. He picked off your burden and he replaced it with the power of his presence. Whenever God's presence is there, your life cannot be the same. It has to change for the best of you in the name of Jesus Christ. The next time you go through something, I encourage everybody in this place. You want to see a race? Turn to praise and see what God will do. Because this is not ordinary. This is something extraordinary. That's why I like this song which says, here in your presence. Where's, where's Derek? Where's Saga? Everyone disappeared. It's too high. Here in your presence. Sing it. We are undone Cause here in your presence Heaven and earth become one Here in your presence All things are new All things are new Oh, here in your presence, God Because here in your presence we are undone. Here in your presence heaven and earth become one. Here in your presence all things are new. Cause here in your presence, everything bows before you. Can I see your hands? Come on. Here in your presence. 
Something is happening. We are undone. Oh, he's stepping in. Here in your presence, heaven and earth become one. Here in your presence, all things are new. Cause here in your presence, everything bows before you. Just the voices, sing it out. Cause here in your presence, come on, lift your hands and say it. We are undone. Oh, cause here in your presence, heaven and earth become. Here in your presence, all things are new. Here in your presence, everything bows before you. See what's happening right now? God is stepping into your scene. He's tightly binding you together with his presence that now all of a sudden you don't feel the pain of what you're going through but you feel the power of his presence that is wrapped right around you and your family in the name of Jesus. Look at what Exodus 15:11 says quickly. Everyone read together with me. One, two, three. Fearful in doing. One more time. Fearful in doing. Fearful in praises, doing wonders. By the way, look at what the word wonder means. In Hebrew, it means Pele, not the football player. Okay, number one. Everyone read together with me. One, two, three. Extraordinary. Number two, marvelous thing. Number three, miracle. Number four, redemption. By the way, look at the meaning of redemption. Ready? If you haven't taken a photo of this, I suggest you take one. To save from judgment. Number two, to make well. Number three, to restore to health. Number four, to rescue from danger or destruction. And number five, to keep safe and... Where is this all happening? Come on, FJG. Where's all this happening? This is happening during your worship. Look at it. Number one, something extraordinary. Number two, a marvelous thing. Number three, a miracle. Number four, redemption. Nowadays, our own Christians itself, they argue. Healing was not in the atonement. Heal. Miracles are not in the atonement. So I tell them, I'm not here to argue with you. I believe it. I've spoken to enough Hebrew scholars and Greek scholars. I have a own Hebrew teacher in the USA who teaches me Hebrew. Even with him, I asked, 
And he says, no, healing is part of the atonement. Hey, if it's part of the atonement, so now when I praise and worship, I'm going to expect to see healing in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm not going to go off somebody else's revelation, but what it says in the Bible, that's how it's going to be for me and my family. If God says in redemption, uh, he saved me from judgment. Uh, if God says in redemption, uh, he took my sickness and my and my diseases. Uh, if he said in redemption, all the power of the enemy is permanently under my feet. Uh, that's how I'm going to be in the name of Jesus. And no one is going to convince me of any less in Jesus' mighty name. That's what happens. The power of your praise and your worship. Two greatest miracles of Jesus. He didn't beg. He didn't plead. He didn't get on the ground and cry. He didn't roll around. He didn't put sackcloth ashes on himself. He didn't do anything. When they brought the loaves and the fish to him, he took it up and he gave something extraordinary happened. When he went and stood in front of Lazarus' tomb, there's no confusion. Father, thank you. He gave thanks to his father and Lazarus came out. Jesus is teaching you and I a powerful principle in praise and worship. I'm telling you, church, when you go home with your family, how much time do you, do you spend in worship? Don't let it be only on a Sunday you come here. Please, we are not raising Sunday Christians, but we are raising believers who every day will seek the presence of God, who every day will cry out to the Lord, who every day will decree and declare, who will pray, who will fast, who will worship our King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Because that's what happens when you praise and you worship God. The next time you go through something, I'm saying this again, stop running and start praising because praise will bring you out of any pit that you are stuck in, in the name of Jesus Christ. Quickly, last scripture, and then we're going to close with this. It says in Ezra 8.23, so we fast and sought our God for this and he was entreated of us. Ezra was leading the captives back to Israel after 70 years of captivity by the Assyrians and then the Babylonians. Finally, they were taken by the Persians and found great favor with the king of Persia due in no little part the role played by Esther. Before the journey began, Ezra proclaimed a fast for a safe journey, what, would, what we would call traveling mercies. Everyone look here what the word sought means. This will shock you. Bakash, go, go, go to the meaning. Number one, everyone say, to seek. Number two, it means to ask. And this is amazing. It means also used in the context of one's relationship to God. It is an act of worship. Before their journey, they went into the presence of God. They were praying and they were worshiping. Everybody together was worshiping God. You think God kept silent? Look what God did. Show the word what entreat. Entreating means. Next one, atar. To become favorable. And number two, God will make himself accommodating in there. All from worship. 
Next time you're confused, businessman, nothing is happening for you. Nothing seems to be moving in your life. I encourage everyone in this place, get your praise and your worship on. Because like Ezra and the whole, all the children did, they came together and it says the Lord made them favorable. Why? Because God stepped into the scenario for them. And when God is with you, won't you see the breakthrough that you are looking for in the name of Jesus Christ? Everybody in this place, I want you to stand together with me. And we're going to sing this song here in your presence. And I encourage everyone, youngsters, everybody in this place, I want you to get used to worshiping the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. The Bible says when you worship, God steps into the scenario and He accommodates Himself into your situation and you become favorable. Every hand lifted in this place, come on. Everyone, 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 everyone. Uncle, don't stand there with your hands down. I'll garland you right now. Come on, everybody. Everybody, everybody. Let's see your worship to God. Worship to God. Come on, come on, everyone, everyone, everyone. Youngsters, all the young people, come on, get used to this. We are giving you keys on how to keep your victory, how to walk in victory. Come on, let me see. Let me see, let me see it. FGAT Indranagar, FGAT SOS Satellite Churches, FGAT members all over the world, wherever you're watching from, I'm telling you, God is doing something. God is doing something. God is doing something even as you raise your hands in worship. Something awesome, something extraordinary, something marvelous is happening right now. Lord, let your peace flow. Let your love flow right now in the name of Jesus. Take over, take over, take over over whatever they are going through right now uh, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Uh, Shatama, here in your presence we are your worship FGAG come on is that all you got after all that he's done for you after all my savior has done oh he saved you he healed you he took your curses he took your diseases he took every witch I'm saying wonderful beautiful glorious matchless in every way wonderful 
the voices sing. We are under. Come on, FJT Indranaga. Here in your presence, heaven. Here in all things are new. All things are new. Cause here in your presence, everything bows before you. With every eye closed and hand lifted in this place. Every person, come on. Father, you see the hands that have been raised. Hands that are raised for their family, for their children. Hands that are raised for our nation. Hands that are raised for every state, God. I pray in the name of Jesus. You see the hands that are gone up. And Lord, you are going to do something awesome in the name of Jesus. I prophesy right now in Jesus' mighty name. You will do something extraordinary. You will do something marvelous. You will do a mighty miracle for your children in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray in the name of Jesus right now. They will receive your healing power. Right now you protect them with your presence from every danger, evil, harm, accident in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Every family, Lord. Thank you that you have saved us from destruction. Thank you, you have saved us from judgment because we have received you in our lives, God. What more can we say but thank you for everything that you have done, Lord. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy endures forever in our lives, Father. And every person here, I pray, even as you have your hands raised, to your King of Kings and your Lord of Lords. I pray whatever pit you're in, you will come out with a testimony in the name of Jesus Christ. We praise your holy name. One more time, church. Every person here, come on. With your hands.